0: what's up everybody dan binder boneyard coming at you from the very dark office desk break room lunchroom dog kennel part storage hole uh phone charging station that is the office uh it is all of six o'clock on friday night uh it is dark as fuck outside um it's cold as fuck is just fucked um (laughs) i do not like this time of year uh i'm not ready for it yet i'm sure i will adjust shortly and then i won't mind it when it starts snowing and all that stuff but for right now i'm still goddamn cold but anyway uh (laughs) thank you for listening to the binder boneyard podcast um picking up followers and subscribers every day. So uh, I'm definitely grateful. So um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you, everybody. Uh, all that stuff, the comments, everything. I know I say it every cast. You know, I do a whole fucking spiel on thank yous and, you know, whatever. But uh, I don't want anybody to think that I'm not grateful for um uh, any of the attention or anything, uh, because I am, uh, I'm very grateful. So yeah, thank you. We're going to keep doing these until, you know, they either start making scouts again or I die. So I'm not sure which one will come first, but anyway, um, thank you everybody. Really appreciate it So, Um, calendar birthday cruise, March 16th through the 19th. 2019, uh, Southern California, starting in Bakersfield, headed east on Route 66, be stopping in various places, you know, no itinerary, no schedule, no nothing, Um, just doing what I want to do because it's my goddamn birthday, so yeah, you're welcome to come in your international vehicle, Um, but yeah, just uh, let me know, speak up. I've got a, th- a kind of a sticky thread going on the uh, Scout and Truck Mafia page. If you're a member there, if you're not, please ask to be one and I will approve you eventually. Um, and I will mention it here. You can always email me at uh, binderboneyardpodcast at gmail.com and I will add you to the list or you know get some details from you there as well. So, um, hopefully you guys can make it, at least a handful of you. I think it would be a fun time for sure. Um, something I wanted to mention that kind of falls into the thank you category, but um, I've been hearing people say stuff. Like, I post videos about things. They're my tips and tricks and, hey, do this. Hey, don't do that. And you know, I get a lot of praise and compliments from from various people and and I, I appreciate it very much and it's it's very um, humbling and whatnot. But I have to say that a lot of the stuff that I do, a lot of the tricks I have, they're not mine. I didn't invent you know the gear ratio calculator. I didn't I didn't invent you know the spot welding, procedure. You know, those are just things that were passed down to me through my mentors and through guys that taught me. And again, you know, if you listen to previous podcasts, I talk a lot about mentoring, you know, talking to the old timers, talking to the guys that uh, know this stuff and then remembering it. That's the other key to it is you got to remember it, remember it or write it down. So that you'll remember it later because, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, it, the, 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 when you're working on rigs that are this old, you know, the newest Scout's 40 years old almost. Uh, pretty much everything's been figured out. There's not a lot of. of uh, crazy new discoveries in the world of 40 year old mechanics. Uh, and then, and then you get into the older stuff, the f- you know, 50s, 60s, 70 year old trucks. Um, that stuff's yeah, they pretty much got it nailed. So, the secret is pay attention to the old guys that show you how to do that stuff. Um, because yeah, it's what it is. I didn't learn it. From I mean I didn't create it I didn't invent it like I post a video on uh, Instagram and the Mafia page today about counting the revolutions of your transmission to see what ratio each gear is uh, like so I had a a low geared four speed some people call it granny low that um, you know it's it's six point three to one. Uh, Ratio, which is a very low first gear, granny low. So, I posted a video about you know, you make a mark on the input shaft, you make a mark on the output shaft, and then you spin the input shaft counting the revolutions, and that gives you the output gear ratio. So, this particular video, I turned the input shaft about six times and the out push out went around one time. So that's the six to one. If you do that with another one, it could be the four to one, which is the close ratio. The six turns to one is the wide ratio. Uh, the wide ratio is great for crawling, wheeling, off-road stuff, slow going. Uh, that's why a lot of the trucks, um, if you've got a, a international pickup with a four speed, uh, a lot of those were granny low first because it just made for a better work truck transmission. You know, you're feeding cows, got hay in the back. You put the thing in low first and then low range in the transfer case and it'll just idle along. You get out of the goddamn truck and feed hay while it's idling along. I mean, I, that we still do that today. I still see people out doing that. I don't have cows, but I see farmers doing it today. So it's, it's still a thing. Um, You know, and that was one of the problems with the early Scout, in my opinion, the Scout '80s, Um, with the three-speed, first gear was four to one or three and a half to one, Uh, and then transfer case was two point four to one, and so to to make it slow enough to be usable off road and in the woods, that's why you got four twenty seven gears or four eighty eight gears. And I think those gears are too low. Um, I would much rather have seen 373s or 410s with a five to one first gear and then you know, a four speed is just far superior to a three speed all the way around. But anyway, I am really getting off track there. so, so what I'm saying is, you know, this stuff, these counting the revolutions and doing gear ratio math, that's not new. That's stuff that's been around for a long time. So I appreciate you guys' comments about how much I know, but I can't take credit for that. I'm just regurgitating, you know, shit that I've heard over the years. And, and of course I make sure that it's correct before I pass it on to everyone else. Um, but you know, it's just stuff that i that i know so and that leads me to another little topic about that sort of stuff is custom tools there are certain things that you need to do on the on internationals that require some special tools rear main seal installer st- upper bolt for the starter um Oh, man, there's a few, you know, Distributor Wrench. There's there's a few things that if you have the book, and I'm, I know I've harped on the book a few episodes now, but if you have the book, they actually go over. It. Almost every um, section has something in it about needing a special tool or rigging up some diagnostics thing. Uh, so I really recommend you guys go through your manuals if you have one and figure out the specialty tool stuff. Uh, sometimes it's a bent screwdriver or, you know, it's the, the five-eighths wrench that's cut in half and then ground down so that you can get the upper starter bolt. It's, uh, you know, the seal drivers for hubs and rear main seal stuff. Like, all that stuff is super handy to have. Crank shaft puller, uh, I mean, crank pulley puller. Some of you aren't going to get that deep in your projects. I understand that. Uh, But it's, uh, you know, some of these tools are important to have. Like the starter tool, the distributor wrench that's just a half-inch wrench that's bent into a big horseshoe kind of thing. Like, that's super handy. Um, Little short screwdrivers for getting at the carburetor for certain adjustments. Again, really handy. Um, You know, the books have... A lot of information about those tools. And so I recommend that you look for them and then try to duplicate it yourself uh, or find them yourself. Go to the uh, thrift store, um, pawn shop, antique store. I pulled some good tools out of the antique store. And yeah, I've had to pay a little more than I probably should have. But you know, a full set of Snap-on wobble sockets from 1970 for 50 bucks. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend the money because I know what that stuff is worth in today's money. Uh, so uh, I've done I've done pretty well at the thrift store, and and some of you guys that are professional mechanics, I know you roll your eyes, whatever, because you got your $30,000 roll away with, you know, $90,000 worth of tools in them and you're putting your snap-on guy through college, your kid's college, whatever. It's, uh, you know, that's fine. And that's, if you're a full-time professional mechanic, great. That's awesome of you and more power to you. I appreciate that because I couldn't be a full-time mechanic. I couldn't work on Hyundais and Hondas and Toyotas and, you know, new Fords and everything, like, as a daily job i would go crazy so these tool tips are more for the guys for you guys that are working on the weekends out of your garage having fun trying to figure stuff out on your own working in your driveway whatever um you know it's it is what it is it's just uh these are you know for you guys that just need a little uh oh i don't know just help being pointed the right direction. And that's the thing too, is the right tools make all the difference in the world. If you're trying to use metric sockets to get, um, you know, standard fasteners off, it works most of the time, but there's some rounding off that'll happen. So I don't recommend you do that. Um, but having, you know, like a snap ring plier for the locking hubs, that's important. Having, um, you know, God, I just think of them as I'm going along here. Having real a real chisel and a real punch versus a screwdriver that you're just whacking the handle of that's uh, you know, those are tools that I think you should have because you're just going to um, wreck good tools. You know, screwdrivers are not meant to be um, chisels. They're just not uh they're not meant to be punches they're not meant for a lot of things uh you know if you have a junk one that you want to use as a chisel well that's a different story but i really recommend you get an actual um you know chisel and a punch and and again name brand stuff don't buy AutoZone toolkits please don't do that I don't care if it's $5 for 7,000 pieces. Don't, don't do it. You're going to waste your money. You're going to be frustrated. So go to the pawn shops. Go to the antique stores. Go to the swap meet. Get the good stuff. Get the original old stuff. You might even find some international tools there. I've got a set of IH wrenches that I found. Uh, and, of course, I don't use them. They get kept on the shelf for display. But, um, you know it is uh, important to have good quality tools. That being said, if you have the correct tools or the specialty tools or whatever you need, it might help build up your confidence uh, at doing certain projects that maybe you would be afraid of uh, otherwise. Um, you know, Because if you don't have the right tools, it makes the job super hard. And I've learned over the years how to um, compromise and adjust on the fly and do things, um, you know, uh, with what I got and being able to get through it, like needle nose pliers instead of snap ring tool, whatever. Um, That kind of stuff you can get by in a pinch. But if you're a novice and new guy or whatever, having the correct tool makes the job a bajillion times easier. So. Um, then now if you do have the correct tool and you maybe got the book and you got a little time, you've listened to some podcasts, you've watched a couple of YouTube videos. Now you have the confidence, hopefully to attack the task, um, start small, do easy stuff and work your way up. Don't jump headfirst into engine rebuild, um, without, you know, knowing how an engine works or, you know, doing a tune up or <laughs> things like that. Cause, uh, you can really get in over your head and and then you're in trouble so uh, hopefully that helped you out um you guys are probably going to hate me but i think i'm going to hang up this podcast early today um i got stuff to do tonight too so <laughs> i mean it's getting up there so anyways i really appreciate you guys thank you so much um I will have more topic and more uh, more to cover uh, on Monday's podcast. But for now, enjoy your Saturday uh, and uh, love you so much.